honestly. Zoe was, was not, not okay. okay. No. Am I ever? I, are, That's a better are question. Are any of us ever okay? No. I mean, are we human? Are we dancer? We'll never know. Let us fill us in. The age <laughs> If you have the answer, You can do another Twitter poll. <laughs> human? Dancer? dancer. Where do you, thoughts? Where do you fall? Thoughts. You know? <laughs> the two genders. Human and dancer. Human and dancer. That's it. Um, fantastic. <laughs> Last night, <laughs> I woke up. <laughs> At, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. The witching hour. The witching hour, as previously discussed. Yeah. Um, and I heard dripping noises. <gasps> Humans can live too. And I thought it was my humidifier. <laughs> and I was like, oh. So I got up, looked. No, that was fine. And then I had to go to the bathroom, and the whole time I was walking to the bathroom, I was like, humans can lick too. No. Humans can lick too. And then I flicked on the light really fast, and obviously nothing was happening. But I was mortified that's so upsetting i felt like i was gonna have to start a thread on twitter being like today oh my god <laughs> dear, david. dear david guy that is the greatest hoax i'm gonna see if there's any new i thought there was like i just happened to see because like somebody else like replied to his tweet yeah or like retweeted something onto my timeline and i was like oh that name looks familiar so then i clicked on it and i was like oh it's the dear david guy oh there is new stuff yeah so for people who don't know, I'm sure you know, but um, there's a Twitter user named Adam Ellis who has a whole thread that's just talking about weird situations. I don't know, like paranormal things weird. happening. Paranormal him. activity, some might say. Some might say. That oh. he's been encountering. There's a little person at the end of his bed. Um, <laughs> he's, it's talking about he had a dream of this little kid coming to him and the kid had like a dented head mm-hmm. and his name was dear david and now he just weird things happen to him but it's it's at the beginning it was very creepy and it's still very creepy but um it was like believable at the beginning like i remember when you first sent me the thread i was kind of like oh like this is like kind of creepy and the longer it went on, I'm just like, this is bullshit. Yeah. But I appreciate his dedication to his craft. And this person is like a comic book illustrator, yeah. I believe. So I would not be surprised if that's what we were just like. It's just the lead up to him yeah. like announcing some comic that he's writing about this Dear David thing. Exactly. Um, And this person now is saying that they left their full-time job. I saw that. That's what I saw. After four years at the company. Um, for per- this being a personal reason, but something tells me that it's just because it's gonna be, like, a a comic or, like, graphic There's novel. It's gonna be a big reveal. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. You heard it here first. Oh. We are calling the shots. We are. 
Truly. Truly and honestly. Honestly. Oh, that's what this is. This is wow. a podcast. <laughs> um, I love how good we are at introducing <laughs> this thing that we do. Yeah. This is honestly. It is a podcast that we do. We being Zoe and I. I being Logan. <laughs> this is honestly with Zoe and Logan. <laughs> that was Logan. And that was Zoe. At the end of all of that, we got there. Honestly, a podcast. <laughs> like Cole's notes version. Yeah. Honestly, a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hosted by us, mm-hmm. Zoe and Logan. Yeah. And it's about nothing. As the first four minutes yeah. will let you know. Nothing, but also everything. Everything too much. Not perhaps. <laughs> doing the most, but also yes. doing the least. <laughs> Absolutely. That's just that's how we roll. It here really is. On honestly, doing the most, but doing the least. I like New slogan. Yeah, I mean, slogan has my name in it. It does. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? It is. Like, is there a word that has your name in it? No. No. Maybe no. there is. I said that too quickly. I but feel like there's probably like a weird I'm not a something dictionary. to do with like biology. Maybe. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know science. <laughs> I don't know science either. I oh, just think it's so no. interesting that my name is in a word. I mean, I guess there are probably other names that are in words. Yeah. But maybe like, I can't think of any. I mean, like, if your name is, like, Will, your name your oh. name is in Willpower, I guess. And Will. Just yeah, so. that's, like, boring, though. But my name is, I don't Slogan. know. This is boring. I don't know why I'm talking about this. It's just something You're very I enthusiastic about it, though, and I appreciate that. It's something I've always found interesting. <laughs> like, this is the one thing I have. Don't take it away from me. It's my one passion in life. Uh, um... Anyway, I want to hear a delightfully cute grandpa story quickly. Yes. Okay, so it was Valentine's Day. Yes. Yeah, not That's... yesterday. Well, be now. <laughs> As we're recording this, Valentine's yesterday. Day was yesterday. If you are listening to this the day that it comes out, <laughs> Valentine's Day will have been two days ago. There you go. Now that we're all on the Nailed same page. It. So, my grandpa lives in the apartment building for seniors. Mm-hmm. And they always have a Valentine's Day dance. Aww. And last Friday was my grandparents' anniversary. Aww. And that's when they had the dance, the Valentine's Aww. dance. This is going to make me cry. It probably will. My grandpa brought a framed picture of my grandma <laughs> to the dance. Isn't that so sweet? <laughs> yes. I, I was like, oh, Grandpa. That is so nice. Yeah. And I'm just going to take a moment to try not to cry. I When he told me that, like, when I heard about that, I became that meme where I was like, I don't know why I'm crying in the club, club right, right now. now. I was just like, whoa. I know exactly why I'm crying in the club right grandpa's now. grandpa's a goddamn angel. I love your grandfather so much. He's, He's a, a really character. delightful human being. He is. He really loves to dance. He will take any opportunity to dance. However, he has a walker, so he gets up and just holds, steadies himself on a table and just kicks his legs around. I love it. He gets it done. I mean... And he constantly asks people if they've got the beat. You got the beat? And you just have to go, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. Boy, do I. Yep, Grandpa, I do. I've got that beat. I got the beat. (laughs) Oh, Grandpa. I just remember at... Um, the surprise party for your uncle back yes. in the summer, 
and your cousins had fidget spinners. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And then they, like, made your grandpa fidget spin, and he was so entertained. He was so delighted by it. We would just look over at various points in the just evening, like, and he was spinning It was spinner. so cute. <laughs> and they bought him one, like, after he, he has his own. Oh my goodness. He is just such a uh, happening guy. He is. Hip and happy. He's hip. He's with, with the trend. Wrap around sunglasses. Listen, him and Easy E <laughs> share the same eyewear choices. They do, and I respect that. And his hat that he has constantly. He always has a jaunty hat on. He does. And He's I a very love it. Dapper man. He is. Yeah. But the, isn't that cute? I, I was like, stop. Love that. My heart so much. can't take it. That just reminded me, not because it's, like, super related, but yeah. I snapped how to do the picture. But when I was um, visiting my dad and stepmom over Christmas, um, they have, like, a bunch of, like, framed pictures on the wall. And there's a picture of my grandmother from within the last couple of years. And it was some sort of, she also lives in, like, a retirement home type place. And they clearly had some sort of, like beach themed luau themed like party or something yeah and so there's just this picture of her and she's wearing a lei and for some reason she's doing like the rock on sign and it's just I love it so the much. sweetest thing it's like my 95 year old grandma just like rocking on <laughs> with, with her lei i just think that's so sweet uh, i love that i love old people oh my god this is also unrelated but kind of related sure there was a lady in the store <laughs> recently who was, um, she was very nice and she was there for a while and she was getting cash and she started telling the story because she was like sweating and like fanning herself. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I know, like it's really, because it was, the mall was like yeah. boiling. The mall is always excruciatingly She was hot. like fanning herself and she's like, I'm a woman of a certain age. <laughs> and you're like, oh, she's having hot flashes. She's going through the change. But then she told the story that I was like, oh my God. So, her, because she's going through the change, she's always doing that. She's always, like, overheating and, yeah. like, fanning herself and, like, leaving the room to cool down. And she has a nephew, and he asked his dad, like, why is she, why is she always so hot? Yeah. And he didn't know how to, like, explain to the kid what was going on. Sure. So he was like, oh, like, your aunt's just having her own personal summer. Like, <laughs> just, she just has to deal with her personal summer. And then the next time she saw the kid, it was one of those really cold days. Yeah. And he came over and he was like, can I also have a personal summer? Oh. And so she's like, I was like, why does this kid think I can control the weather? Because <laughs> her brother hadn't told yeah. her the, like what he said to him. I was crying. I was like, oh that's my God. amazing. That's delightful. <laughs> I had like my own personal, personal summer. <laughs> so now he thinks that she literally is able to control the weather that's very cute yeah i work with um a lot of women who are in that age range <laughs> women of a certain age women of a certain age who are going through the change and it's very funny because i'm not going through the change <laughs> it sounds like yes. hell and yeah. i don't want to go through it um, but it's quite amusing to hear them go, oh my god, I'm so hot. Is anyone else hot? I am sweating. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm, like, freezing because the office is, like, minus 10. And I'm like, um, no, I think it's just you. There was one year, uh, where my aunt had reached that point. And it was, I think it was Christmas. Yeah, it must have been Christmas. And she, we were at my other aunt's house. And she got really, really hot. And she stepped outside 
but the kitchen has all like glass panes so you can see outside. Yeah. And you see her on the deck and steam <gasps> is just off of her, like rising off of her. I thought she was smoking outside. <laughs> And then I was like, is she just on fire? Like, what is happening? Oh like, literal smoke was just coming God. off of her because of how hot she was and how cold it was outside. That sounds <laughs> horrible. I was like, oh my God. Like, it looked like someone was like behind her with like a fog machine. Yeah. I was like, nope. no. No, no. That is <laughs> too much. Uh, a person of summer. No, thank you. Know? You. <laughs> you know? Kids are so funny. Oh, oh, delightful. 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 What's going on with you? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. The internet makes me angry, as per usual. Yeah. Um, what's her face? What's her name? Why can't I think of it? I don't know. I'm gonna need more than that. Blonde. Tommy. Comedian. Oh, no. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. I immediately went to Tommy Laren. <laughs> you did. I also don't like her. And then you said but. comedian, and I was like, well, not that I would necessarily consider Amy Schumer a comedian, no. but some people do. That's what she's out here doing, despite her taking jokes from every comedian who's ever walked to the face of the earth. But, you know, hey, you do you. Yeah. Yeah, that movie... I feel pretty. I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. I feel, I feel pretty, pretty and, and witty and <laughs> We're singers? Uh, yes. Not sure if you've picked up on that uh, over the last several episodes, but... Uh, we are trained professionally. We are trained professional singers. Yep. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Amy Schumer has a new movie coming out called I Feel Pretty, And the basic premise, very, very basic, is that she is Amy Schumer, you know, blonde woman, able-bodied. Yeah. um, Sure. White. White. Yeah, so let's throw that in there. Um, You know, a size eight? I Maybe. I'm so bad at gauging sizes, but, like, straight size. She's not plus size. Let's just say that, I guess. Um, So it's about her. Um, and she... Did you watch the trailer? I did. Yeah. She, um, gets into an accident at her soul cycle class. Yeah, like, is that a spin class? Um, she hits her head, suffers some sort of brain injury, and suddenly has the confidence of... <laughs> a blonde, able-bodied, straight-sized white woman. I don't understand. Weird. <laughs> There's so many problems with it. Yeah. That I don't even know where to start. I I just when I saw it, I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> like, are we kidding? Is her show back? <laughs> like, is this some kind of like social commentary that well, you're trying to make? It's almost like, and what I initially thought when I first heard about the concept is that it almost seems like this generation's shallow hell. Oh, it is. That's what I was thinking, too. Um, I think the thing, if I had to pick one thing about it that I dislike the most, and it's very hard, I would say I hate that they're perpetuating this idea that it's ridiculous for somebody who's not a size 2 to have body confidence. Yeah. And that in order to be confident, you have to suffer a brain injury. Yeah. That's... That's the thing that irritates me the most as well. 
But then also the fact that Amy Schumer is not by any means not the social norm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's curvier, I guess, than other women you see in Hollywood. There's a scene in the trailer where she's, like, participating in a bikini contest, Mm. and the gag is that, you know, she's not a size two, and everybody's (laughs) like, LOL, look at that heifer up there who thinks that she can wear a bikini. But I was watching it, and I was like, oh, her body looks like my body. Like, it was just kind of like, I, like... But that's the gag. It's yeah. like she's so unattractive and like, overweight oh my God. that it's hilarious that she's confident. Yeah. Like that's the gag and that's I don't the, like that. The whole thing is like she hits her head and because she hits her head, she goes loopy. And, and suddenly thinks she's beautiful. Wow. And that's what has to happen. Just bash me over the head. Let's go. I Get just I think I just it seems like such a strange premise for a movie in this day and age. And, like, yeah, we were talking about that, but, like, specifically in this <laughs> time, it's very weird that this has made it past so many people to the point that it's coming out like it's happening. I, you know, I think in their minds, the people who were, like, okaying this, they're like, oh, this will be great, you know? Like, we're going to show body positivity and confidence. Uh, sure, it's going to be a big joke yeah. because it's Amy Schumer and she's ugly or something. She's chunky. <laughs> she's, you know, not a size two, whatever. Um, but what would have been a really great concept for a film, maybe, is if they had had the leading lady or leading person be somebody who was, I don't know, maybe plus size, maybe not able-bodied, yeah. maybe... I don't know, any number of things that are, like, outside the conventional norm of what's attractive, and just have them be confident, and just have a story about their life and them being confident. And their confidence isn't at, like, the result of, like, a brain injury, it's just, they're just confident. Wow. You mean fat people can like themselves and not want to die? So I've been told. Amazing. Um, yeah. Amazing. It's unfortunate, because, like, there are a lot of people in the movie that I like and respect. Yeah. Like, I think, is A.D. Bryan in I thought I'm I saw her in sure. the background yeah, of the scene. Yeah, I thought I saw her as well. Um, and then there's a few, like, Emily Ratajkowski's in it, who, like, I just personally think she's super <laughs> attractive, and I really like her in things. Um, and, like, there are, like, people in it where I'm just like, oh, like, why did you agree to be part yeah. of this? Why? Yeah. There was something... Um, I forget the exact line that she said, but on one of the most recent SNLs, mm-hmm. um, A.D. Bryant was on Weekend Update, Yeah, and she was kind of, like, talking about body positivity stuff, and she was, like, talking about roles, and she was, like, she mentioned one role that it was, like, fat, ugly, disaster friend, or something like yeah. that, and she's like, that's real! Like, she <laughs> was offered that part recently. Yeah. Fat, ugly... Disaster friend, something like that. Well, it's like, like that movie, oh. The Duff, the oh, designated God. ugly fat friend. Yeah. I've never seen it, so like maybe it's... I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say I've never seen it, so maybe it's not as problematic as I think it is. No, but... it is. <laughs> Here I am to tell you. It I is. just remember that came out like a few years ago, and like I think I saw the trailer and like I saw the title, and I was like, well, this just straight up seems terrible. The thing is, 
From my understanding, mm-hmm. the book was written by a teenage girl. Like, the oh. duff was written by, like, a 17-year-old. Something oh, where it was, wild. like, a young woman wrote yeah. the book. okay. So, coming from that, yeah. I see how, like, when I was 17, I would probably write a story like that if I was writing a book. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, that's definitely how I felt when I was younger. That's definitely, like, a trope that would yeah. have been, like, something yeah, yeah. that I was, like, ooh, interested in and, yeah. like, projects how you feel about yourself at sure. that stage in life. Having said that, I don't think it should have been made into a movie, a 17-year-old, like, personal anxieties and issues with their own body and... Yeah. I don't know. It just seemed... The movie itself, so basically, it's this girl and her two best friends are, like, super attractive, and one is very athletic and very, like, tech savvy, mm-hmm. and the other one is really attractive and really smart and really good at, like, she designs clothing and uh-huh. has, like, some, like, amazing talent. Yeah. And then this girl, like, the main character. It's Mae Whitman, right? The yeah. Pacer? Yeah. Who always looks like a teenager, even though she's in her 30s, yeah. isn't she? strange (laughs) but like get it yeah um and her thing is like oh she just like likes horror movies and like eats food like okay drag (laughs) like that's her those are her talents (laughs) same the thing that because again i haven't seen the movie i've just seen the trailer yeah like i know the title the thing that like consistently bothered me whenever i'd see stuff about it is that like she was like you know the designated ugly fat friend but may whitman is not fat so it's like or ugly. or ugly. Like she's very attractive. Um she has just like a normal body. She's got a like normal she's probably figure. like a 6 or an 8 as well. Like and I just and like again, like that's the kind of mentality that like I had when I was 17 and yeah. so I get it from like the book's perspective that's what it was I'm written saying. by yeah. a 17 year old. But it's like you can't then just like I just think it's irresponsible to like make that into a movie yeah. and cast somebody who is very obviously not ugly or fat, and be like, well, they're the duff. I mean, like, look at her. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, like, the whole thing, too. Like, the premise of the movie is that those are her friends. Mm-hmm. She likes this boy. Yeah. Um, her neighbor is, like, this really hot guy, most popular kid in the school, of course. Of course, yeah. And they've been friends, like, kind of because they're neighbors mm-hmm. since they were very little. Sure. So they have, like, a rapport. <laughs> oh, we love a good rapport. Um, and... So she, like, goes to a party or something and tries to talk to the guy that she likes and gets all flustered and goes and she's, like, at the snack table. And he comes <laughs> over, like, the neighbor comes over and is, like, talking to her and he's like, oh, it's because you're the duff or whatever. And she's like, the what? And then he explains what it the is what? to her. <laughs> and it's like, oh, the designated ugly fat friend, that's you. That's this is a polite conversation like, we're having as pals. Great to see you again. You're ugly How have you been fat. doing? Oh, did I mention that you're the designated ugly fat friend? Yeah. Like, oh, cool. So then he, she enlists his help to turn her into not the designated ugly fat friend. So they have the shopping spree scene, Mm -hmm. um, the one she's hot all of a sudden, and he's like, ooh. (laughs) Where, you know, she puts on some eyeliner and all of a sudden she's dropped at gorgeous. And so by the end of the movie, her and the neighbor fall in love. Oh, well, of course. And she writes some, like, art for the school paper. She Uh was supposed to write something about prom. And she's like, I'm not going to prom. I like horror movies and pizza. I'm not (laughs) like like other girls. Triggered me at 17. Um, 
And yeah, that's the whole thing. So she writes the article and being like, there's no such thing as a duff. Just kidding. She's like, everyone's a duff for someone. What? <laughs> that's the moral of the story. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I wish I was. No, that's the moral of the story. <gasps> is that everyone's a duff for someone. So that's fine. Be comfortable in your ugly fatness. Just be comfortable in your duffness. You know? Um, yeah, I feel like they, like, wanted that to be uplifting. It's, it's not. But it didn't no. land, because it's not. No, I just, like, recently watched it, too. It was yeah. probably, like, within the last couple of months that I watched it, and I was like, wow. is this real? Okay, so it pretty much, like, followed the typical, like, trajectory that I expected it to. Yeah. Like, quote-unquote, ugly girl gets a makeover the From hot, hot yeah. guy like all of a sudden realizes that oh my god now that she wears makeup We're in love. she's suddenly beautiful and i love but the her thing is he like falls in love with her before like the big before she's like oh, oh suddenly like because he's a good guy he's a good guy he cares about except more. he's the one who told her she was a duff in yeah. the first place um, and the guy that she had a crush on. Yeah, what happens to him? She goes to his house for a date, and mm-hmm. he's, like, really weird. He's like, oh, I made all of this sushi, and then she finds a bag in the garbage of, like, a sushi restaurant, and then he yeah. ends up being like, so are you, is your friend single? Like, asking uh, about, and she storms Oh, out. we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. That brought back painful <laughs> memories. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to tell this story because I have no shame in myself and I am proud of who I am. <laughs> so in- I am ugly and I'm proud of SpongeBob. I am, I am the designated ugly fat friend and I am proud. No, okay. So in grade 12, I was in this um, like dual credit program with like a local university, a local college, sorry. Um, so I basically like got a high school credit and I got a college credit. And so I was in it with my friend, um, and there was a guy from another school who was in our college class, and I thought he was really cute. He was, like, my type at the time, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> at like... At the time. <laughs> like, let's just say at the time. I was like, oh my god, like, he's so cute. Even though I'd never talked to him, I was like, I have a crush on him. So That's I, me currently with everyone. Me all the time. <laughs> so at some point during that semester, we had to, like, do, like, a little bit of, like, a group thing, and so I ended up in a group with him. My friend was in a different group. And so we're just, like, talking amongst ourselves, and at one point he goes, so, uh, uh, what's the story with your friend? Like, is she, <laughs> is she seeing anyone? And I was like, oh, uh, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. That's, no, that's fine. Yeah, no. No, no I don't know. No, I'm gonna go now. I, I have to cry in the bathroom I somewhere. I have to go die. <laughs> Uh, but joke's on him, because she's not interested in boys, <laughs> I know. so. That's what I was thinking this whole time. I was like, um. Little did he know. Sucks to be him. <laughs> Sucks to suck. Um, so that was just a fun experience. <laughs> We've definitely all been there. I, yeah, I think it's just like a common, it's a shared experience. It is. It's one of those things that happens and you're like, suddenly my stomach has fallen from my body and I must go. I've my go. planet needs me. Goodbye. True. True, true, true. Yeah. Wow, high school. I would not want to go back. No. <laughs> Never in a million years. Or I would love to go back with the confidence that I have yes. now and just be like, have such everyone. a different experience. Goodbye. It, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, Lord. What a time to be alive. God. A nightmare, really. Yes, truly. And it's not even, like, any particular experience in high school was, like, that rattling. Like, there were certainly moments. <laughs> certainly. But, like, 
There was nothing where I was like, oh, that was the worst. But, like, everything as a whole, I'm like, wow. Yikes. Yeah, it's not like I had, like, some horrible, tragic high school experience. It's not like there was anything that, like, scarred me for life. Um, I always describe it as, like, very average. But I just think, like, when you're that age, everything is the end of the world. Every little thing is blown out of proportion. And everyone's just so immature. Even if you think you're mature. Oh, you're the least mature if you're the person who thinks you're mature. Um, you're the person that runs around with your group of friends and you're like, shoddy bongs, Yeah, I'm calling them out. They don't listen to this podcast. I don't give a heck. <laughs> I don't give a heck. Not a single heck. Um, but it's just like everyone in high school is so embarrassing. Yeah. And if you didn't think you were embarrassing, then you were the most embarrassing. A hundred percent. Because like, I can look back on high school and like in that moment, I was like, I knew I wasn't like hot shit. Like I knew I wasn't cool. But there were people who genuinely thought that they were so amazing in high school. I'm just like, but you weren't. No, you were not. No. And I think anybody who like, remembers high school as being the best days of their lives I feel so bad for them peaked <laughs> like that's to me the idea of peaking high peaking in high school is horrifying yeah I no if no I was ma'am. my best at 17 kill me now <laughs> like yeah that's a I definitely like I can look back at like pictures of myself in high school and mm. remember things I did in high school and like physically cringe yeah. and go, ooh, no, yeah. no, ma'am. Yeah. Shut that down immediately. We're going to need to stop but that real quick. But there's people who don't do that. Yes. And that's frightening. It is frightening. And it's just, I, it's always sad when I see people who, like, constantly, like, reminisce about high school and, like, how great it was no. and they miss it so much. And I'm like, I'm all for having fond memories yeah. of, like, previous points in your life. I think that's good. I think it's good to look back and think, yeah. like, there were good things that happened. But I would not, for the life of me, ever count high school as the best days of my life, no. nor would I want to. No. And, like, I don't know if it's just because you and I are very, like, self-deprecating in our humor and existence. Yeah. But I think it's, like, healthy <laughs> to have some kind of, like, self-deprecation at your high school self. Oh, yeah. Because, like, stay humble, folks. Stay humble. Like, gross. Gross in high school. <laughs> yeah. No. I I had that thought again the other day, because I, I was, like, on my way to work, and I saw some kid who was, like, going to high school, and I was just like, everyone is just fighting their own <laughs> battles in high school. <laughs> like, everyone just thinks they have uh, so much going on. And they don't. You really don't. You know. But everything's the end of the world. And, like, you hear, like, you think about things that you were devastated by in high school or like thought was the most dramatic moment of your life and yeah. you're like what exactly like, what are you doing it's, it's like my cousin will serious. tell me stories about her oh friends and i'm like listening and nodding and being like i was there yeah. like we did this before it and is... then i find myself like talking to her being like cut people out you yes. don't need <laughs> i like that you're giving her that advice god bless you because that you was know, the advice I was giving I'm, you in high school. <laughs> I'm good at giving people advice, not good at taking it myself. But that's fine. <laughs> we live, we learn. We learn to love. We it. laugh, we love. We love. You know? Truly. Oh, big yikes. Big yikes. But yeah, that's that's the duff. 
wrapped up. Yeah, so that's nicely problematic. I think Amy Schumer, Schumer? <laughs> forgot her name. I know it's very forgettable. Um, I think that's gonna be problematic. Like, and what was that Snow White one that we talked about? On the podcast before, it was with... Oh, the animated one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I can't remember. Red Shoes Red or something. Shoes, where <laughs> I don't... It was like... Oh my god, that was like one of our first she episodes. She was like skinny when she put her shoe on or something. Yeah. <laughs> like... It, but it was like, yeah, the shoes make her skinny and quote-unquote attractive. <laughs> oh. And then she takes the shoes off and she's fat and quote-unquote unattractive. Yeah. I was watching um, one of Shane's videos, Shocking. Shane, Shane Dawson, Dawson, for those of you that don't know. Um, he's back... <laughs> And better than ever. There was, like, a half an hour conspiracy theory video. Oh, my God. That was posted recently, and I was watching it. And there was, like, this mirror that was sold, like, like presented on Shark Tank. Yeah. And it was called the Skinny Mirror. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was a mirror that just, like, made you look ten, like, five to ten pounds lighter my mirror does that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it does actually. You can vouch I, for I that. Can't. But it was like they were selling them to like companies. Yeah. So they went to Target to test if the mirrors, and they took a picture of themselves like in the mirror at Target, yeah. and then they took a same like the same angle picture of them in their mirror at home. Yeah. And they looked so much skinnier in the Target mirror, so they were like. Uh, do stores have this skinny mirror? Oh my god. And then god. at the end they went back to the website and it was like, we do no, we no longer sell the skinny mirror. Like, it was like shut down. My mirror's from Target. <laughs> what if I have the skinny mirror? Skinny mirror. Oh my god. No, I do. I have like this full length mirror in my room. And I think it's more so just the angle that it's at. Yeah. Because I have it propped up against the wall. But it does. It makes it you, does look make you look thinner. Because I'll look at myself in that mirror and I'm just like, ooh, bitch, <laughs> kill him. And then I go look in the mirror at work and I'm just like, well, that doesn't look quite as good as it looked in the <laughs> Like, at home, Ooh, kill him but like we're still. still gonna kill him so <laughs> but it does it's like deceiving yeah so oh i was like gosh. "Ooh, wow that's wild i can't believe i have the skinny mirror for target <laughs> i like i'm not at all surprised though that like places you try and close would put in oh absolutely mirrors to make you thinner like yeah. where i work our mirrors have lighting all around them. That's, like, the perfect selfie lighting. Yeah, your store has great lighting in the dressing rooms. Yeah, and then we have the above light, too, so there's, like, a lot of light happening, and you're like, I'm a goddess. Yeah, you're well lit. Oh, my God, speaking of goddesses, I found this picture on my phone yesterday of Zoe and I from her birthday last year, and the lighting in the picture is pristine. Our skin looks better than it is or has ever been. Like, I said to Zoe, I was like, we look like we're facetuned, yeah. but we're not. No. Like, we look airbrushed Except and flawless. Except my face was, like, not a good face. Yes, I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah, like, overall, I... looked like I... the troll meme, you know? You've always looked like I that. Know. <laughs> I know. I always say that. I'm like, my face is just shaped like the troll no, face. It's just that <laughs> one headshot of yours <laughs> where you literally look like the troll face. <laughs> this Justin, <laughs> I am... An outdated meme an early meme uh yeah we look so good in that picture like skin wise i don't like the rest of my face in it but it's like how good my skin looks makes up for like the rest of what's going on we are glowing amazing i like stared at that for so long last night i was like what is it like to be so beautiful (laughs) the light was on our side that day oh goodness 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 gracious. 
yeah, this whole movie, it just needs to not be a movie. Yeah, I just feel like, I know it's, like, coming out, but just scrap it now. Just, like, listen to feedback from people. Yeah. Um, if your whole storyline is, like, oh, someone who we're calling fat, who's not actually fat, yeah. will just say that she's fat. Yeah. Um, in order to be fat and like yourself, you literally need to have a brain injury. Like, you that's not a good message to send to anyone. If you want to have confidence, you literally need to suffer neurological damage. That's it. That's the only way. That, let's just have a good storyline. Like yeah. Just, like, one with a big gal just living her best life. Like, is that so hard? Apparently, because, like, even in This Is Us... Kate's entire storyline is just her trying to lose weight. Yeah. Which is, like, boring. It (laughs) is. And very upsetting. Yeah. Especially when it, like, flashes back to, like, her childhood and, like, adolescence. I'm like, this is too real. I'm gonna, like, scoot away. Yeah. That was, like, I've stopped watching This Is Us because it's emotionally devastating. Yeah. And I don't want to put myself through that every week. (laughs) But I watched the first, like, season and a half, and um, that was one of, like, I loved the show, but that was one of the things that, like, really ruined it for me, was that they had this character, and it was, like, this, like, fat woman on TV, which, like, let's be real, you don't see very often. And, like, an actually fat woman, like, not... Like, not oh, she's, Amy like, Schumer yeah, fat. she's not, like, a size 16 no, and, like, like, having some struggles finding a pair of jeans. Like, like she, she's a large and in charge woman. She's beautiful. Yeah. And so it was, like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like, this is awesome. And then her entire storyline and backstory and any plot relating to her is just, ha- like, has to do with her weight. Yeah. And it's just so disheartening. As either like either her lose like wanting to lose weight and not being able to, her not feeling like a good person because she's fat. Uh, yeah. Like not being able to do the things she wants to do because she's fat. Like, can we just not like only dating another fat person? Fat person, yeah. Which like I love Tony. <laughs> like his oh, character. He's amazing. He's fantastic. He's one of my but favorites. But it's just like <laughs> Yeah. You know? And Toby's not even fat in real life. He wears a fat suit. <laughs> like, what? You can't even get a real fat actor to play him? <laughs> right? Like, can we not? That's, like, shallow hell, too, though. Like, mm. all the ladies being in just, like, fat suits. Yeah. That I've, whole movie was rough. I've never actually seen that movie, because I feel like even at my young age, I was like, this is a weird concept. No, I saw it. Shouldn't have seen it. No. Felt terrible. For a long time. Yeah. Like, not so, a like, good concept. What, let me just try to, like, explain this plot to you. I don't know if I'm going to be right or not. Okay. Because this is just based on, like, my limited knowledge. Is it, like, so Hal is played yeah. by Jack Black. Yeah, which, the hottest man alive. You which know Which is bold. <laughs> the most attractive man in the universe. So Shallow Hal yes. is played by Jack Black. Yeah. He, does he suffer a neurological injury? <laughs> He's, like, cursed. Okay, so we love some magic. We love the dark arts. <laughs> so. Uh. So he's cursed. Yep. By some sort of dark being. Yes. And so he thinks that fat Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. is suddenly skinny Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. And all of a sudden she's beautiful. Yes. Even though when she was fat, 
she's ugly, and yeah. she's still fat, but he's cursed to think that she's skinny yeah. or something. Is yeah. that how it Basically, goes? Basically, he's shallow. Did you get that from the title? I don't know. Very creative. <laughs> they, um, he's cursed mm-hmm. um, because of his shallowness, yes. and he suddenly sees every fat woman as very, very skinny, like, top model. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's every woman. I it's, thought it was just no, Gwyneth. No, it's, like, all fat people. <laughs> and um, then he strikes up a relationship with his boss's daughter, who is Gwyneth Paltrow, okay. in a fat suit. A very bad <laughs> fat suit. Yeah, I remember like, seeing pictures. Not even realistic. No. But that's, well, it was the okay. early 2000s. That's true. It was very, like, nutty professor-esque. Um, yeah. Um, And then... Yeah, everyone is like, ew! And he's like, she's the most beautiful woman alive. Because I see her as skinny. What a damaging concept for a film. It was great to see as a literal child. Oh my god. I, like, ugh. It's so bad. But I'm also like, it was the early 2000s. Like, people, like, really were not attuned to this sort of thing back then. I can't think of the movie that I'm trying to talk about, <laughs> but I remember vividly the opening being, um, my milkshake brings all, all the, the boys, boys to the yard, yard, and it's someone in a fat suit dancing to that. Oh. I don't remember what it's from, but I remember seeing that as a kid and being like, oh, that's the gag. Like, oh, that's very fat. Yeah. That's why it's funny. Yeah. And like Eminem's video with Trisha Paytas. Oh my as god, that yes. Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Trisha Paytas has been out here. She is killing it. Always. Honestly, a plus size legend. A s- Those Whoa. sirens! <laughs> They're coming come for through. us. Oh my god. They're like, you've said too much about Jack Black. <laughs> Take him away, boys. <laughs> oh. Yikes. Yeah, but those movies just. Really, you just, let's just have a movie or a TV show with a fat person just being happy and living their life and I not being your life. love that. Like, what is it, Fitzbo? Fitzbo. Like, let's not do this. Yes. Please and thank you. Oh my god. Yeah, um, uh, on this week's episode of Coffee with Rachel, they were talking about the Amy Schumer movie. Mm. Um, and then they also brought up, which is what I always bring up, the fact that um, Melissa McCarthy was on Gilmore Girls for seven years oh, yes. and her weight was never mentioned. Like, she just got to exist as, like, a really amazing character yeah. that was funny and a great chef and, like, she had, like, an awesome husband and great kids and she was a good friend. Like, she just she just got yeah. to be all of those things. She was, like, was, a good person. And it was never about her weight. So that was really cool. Um, and then I was thinking about in The Big Sick, A.D. Bryant plays one of mm, the yes. friends. It gets a very minor role, but again, she just gets to exist and be a comedian yeah, and be, and like, be funny the funny kind of friend. And, wow, her weight never has to get mentioned, and it's never the butt of the joke. Weird. It's wild. Just, like, um, My Mad Fat Diary. Yeah. Such a good show. And then I stopped watching because it started to veer off into... Yeah. Sad. Well, it was already sad from the drama. Girl. <laughs> but it started to get to a point where I'm like, oh, this is not going to end, like, on a happy note. So, like, God I had forbid. to cut out a pair. We let someone fat be happy. Just let her be with it. <laughs> yeah. My Mad Fat Diary was, again, I think I only watched the first two or three seasons, however, before it got, like, weird. Yeah. Um, that was such a good show, and it 
portrayed weight and struggling with weight in such a realistic way. Yeah. Where in some cases it was a little upsetting to watch. I know exactly what part. (laughs) Like there were certain parts where I was like, whoa, yikes. Okay. Like we need to reel it in. But like, it was just like very realistic and they let Ray have characteristics other than being fat. Yeah. And they also let her be with, like, the super cute guy who wasn't fat. Like, he was yeah. just... That was, like, the first time I've ever seen that. Ever. I was like, oh my god, she's with the cute boy. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. You know? I Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, another I can't. TV show or movie where that's been shown. And I'm drawing no, a blank. No, that's literally the only media representation I can think of where it's like, Amazing. oh, she. it wasn't just, like, that was a large part of it. She had mental health issues, yeah. and then a lot of it came from her struggling with her weight. Yeah. But that wasn't it. all it was. She also, like, was super into music. Yes. Had a good group of friends. She had awesome Dealt with friends. her friend who was going through it as well. Like Going through it. There's a lot to that story. That was a really great show. It really was. That's why I'm excited for that movie coming out, Dumplin'. Dumplin'. Like, I just think... Hopefully, fingers crossed, that that's going to be a cute movie. It sounds like it has a great promise, because it sounds like Dumplin' has confidence already. And this isn't going to be some, like, makeover story. And, like, she discovers that, like, wow, she can be confident, even though she's kind of fat. Yeah. Um, Because, like, the premise is that her mom's, like, a former beauty queen. Mom, played by Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) Oh, wait, that wasn't mentioned in this. That was in, like, another... Anyway, Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau broke up. We found that breaking news at the beginning My of this. mom texted me that before we started recording. <laughs> like, her mom's a former beauty queen. Um, She works at, like, a diner or something. Yeah. And, like, a regular customer she has, like, a crush on. And then he likes her. And she's like, wait, that can't be accurate because you're very attractive. Yeah. And then is like, why don't I think I'm attractive? I'm going to go into a beauty pageant and yeah. show them that I could win it. And then kind of, like, inspires people around her to be, like, comfortable yeah. in their own personal beauty. Yes. So, like, that sounds good. I hope that it's like that. I am remaining cautiously optimistic <laughs> yeah. about it. Cause I'm too excited. Like, it's going to disappoint me. It sounds really good. It's based on a book. Yeah. Um. So I guess I could read the book first and That's find out. That's what I was out. like, I want to see, but... Um, but I, I like the concept of it. I just think having more, like, fat women in things Crazy. would be good. I mean, I think any sort of representation is important, and I think for so long it's just been the same sort of yeah leading woman. and Especially in, like young adult and teen yeah media of any kind teen media is the most misleading thing on the face of the earth yeah because first of all you have 25 year olds playing 17 year olds like i did not look like that at 17 still don't look like that now no. so like right off the bat you have these people who are clearly not the age that they're supposed to be they you know who've gone through their awkward teenage phase already they don't have braces like no. some of us did when we were 17 it's <laughs> fine i'm not bitter about it shake the microphone <laughs> i've completely lost my train of thought but it's just it's so misleading and they're always like so beautiful and perfect looking and thin of have, course like endless amounts of money at their disposal yes. despite not having jobs yeah it's like <laughs> where is this money coming from i'm not sure 
Certainly not your parents, because I'm not getting that money no. from mine. No, I don't. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, and there's all some, like, really dramatic thing happening, like, someone was murdered. Pretty Little <laughs> Liars. Riverdale. Like, something's happening, and, but you're still in love with someone, and. Yeah. It, you know, in the midst of all the murder and mayhem, you still have time to have a crush on somebody and pursue that. <laughs> You know, and the anxiety and the stress from dealing with a murder investigation yeah. isn't crippling you. No. Why like, would it? Like, I just... Your best friend was murdered? I just think about being in that situation. But Caleb is so cute. And I'm like, oh my god, how do they function? Like, I'm having a nervous breakdown just thinking about it. Like, someone you know has been murdered. Someone you don't know is threatening you and blackmailing you. harassing you. Um, but still. But hey, gotta go to the school dance. <laughs> You gotta. Make sure you get your masquerade mask. <laughs> that no one will know who you are. No one will know. It's just covering your eyes. It'll be the and one. bridge of your nose. The one night where you can do whatever you want. Because I just remember there's an episode of Gossip Girl like that where there's a masquerade yeah. party. And Jenny and Serena both have blonde hair. And I think Nate ends up kissing Jenny because he thinks it's Serena. <laughs> oh no! The drama never ends. And you know that, of course, drama ensues, and it's just like you couldn't recognize your girlfriend, or not your girl. She yeah. a masquerade mask again. It it just it just it's, it's such just a right small there. section of your it's face just, that it covers. It's just your eyes, but you still see your eyes because it's a mask. You so know, it's just the skin around <laughs> your eyes. Is the only thing that's the only thing I can you. that's the only thing I can recognize people by. Cover your face right now. It's the skin around the eyes. I don't eye. know who you are. I don't know who she is. I don't know her. Oh my but God. literally, like teen media is the most wild thing on the face of the planet, and it's so extremely damaging at such like an important age. Where you're already like, I hate everything about myself. Everything. I am the worst human. No one else is going through this. Oh my god, that's the best thing about being a teenager. Because it's not on TV. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. Nothing ever gets, like, produced that actually expresses what it's like to be a teenager. Except for my Mad Fat Diary. Yeah. That was accurate. Um, speaking of teenagers, this just, like, twigged my memory. Weight Watchers. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's all I have to say about that. So, I follow a Canadian comedian, uh, named Megan McKay on Twitter. She also has a YouTube channel. And she tweeted the other day that Weight Watchers is offering, like, basically, you can join the program for free if you're a teenager this summer. Which, um... Wow, that's chock I, full of problems. I'm seeing now, I feel like I saw them, like, backpedal. On oh, the really? Yeah, I bet they did. Teen program. Um, yeah, it was for ages 13 to 17 years old. Oh. So, not a formidable age at not all. Not at all, no. Um, no, like, you're not learning that you're the worst at that point in time. Um... <laughs> Oh, no, they didn't. They didn't buy oh. <laughs> Even better. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so Weight Watchers genuinely thought it'd be a good idea to be out here offering free services to children ages 13 to 17. Yeah. Um, Weight Watchers last week announced its plans to offer free six-week memberships to kids as young as 13 beginning this summer. 
the company's move is part of a bigger plan to grow revenue and a loyal customer base for life. Stardom young, right? <laughs> I just... The idea of a 13-year-old being on something so restrictive as Weight Watchers... The thing that stresses me out the most about this, it's... Weight Watchers is not, like, um, like a health thing. It's not, like, we want you to be eating foods that are n- nutritious for you no. and be getting the amount of nutrients you need and not going over that and, like, sticking to, like, things that are great for you and will help you lose weight if you want that. Like, it's it's Weight Watchers. Yeah. It's called Weight Watchers. Basically, the it's whole... It's just focused on weight. Yeah, the whole premise is that you have a certain amount of points that you can use up in a day, basically, and every different food is assigned a certain number of points. And so, basically, you could eat a fucking cupcake... Yeah, if you wanted but to, that will, but that's all you can eat in the day because that would have taken up all of your, your points. points. So it doesn't teach anyone anything useful about nutrition or no. healthy eating, which like those are valuable skills to have. Yeah. It's just like here are your points. Eat what you want, just don't go over. Like restrict yourself to the point of misery, yeah. basically. Um, both my mom and my sister were in Weight Watchers as I was a youngin. It. Yeah. And I remember several times going to the meetings and sitting in the meetings and being a fat child at Weight Watchers is fun, I can tell you. And then, like, going to school and, like, doing my points at school, like, is that normal? so sad. No. (laughs) And Weight Watchers is also messed up because, like, I know you don't have to, but, like, they will get people to, like, publicly weigh themselves. Like, they do weigh-ins every week. And it's like, you don't have to do it, but it's like... Part of it is, like, doing your way in in front yeah. of the other people, which is, like, really At work upsetting. the other day, someone came in and was, like, this was before I heard any of this, too. Yeah. They were, like, they came in and they were, like, oh, like, I'm just gonna try and close really quickly because, like, I'm running late for my Weight Watchers meeting. And I was just, like, I just, like, immediately tensed up because I was, like, whew, like, not a good time. Yeah. I just think, you know, I think all diets are just whatever like do what you want I think if it works for you then that's great and if you're doing it in a healthy way then go for it I don't think by any means that a 13 year old should be encouraged to do Weight Watchers I don't think a 13 year old should be encouraged to do any diet no as a kid who was very much involved in diet culture throughout Mm -hmm. my entire childhood yeah not a good time (laughs) not great no don't want to subject your children to that. Very, no, very not great. I have such a problem with, like, diets now. Like, even if people are, like, talking to me about, like, a fun, like, one that they're enjoying, and it's like, oh, it's good. I'm yeah. like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah, well, because you were just, like, it was ruined for you mm-hmm. by everything that you had to put up with when you were younger, basically, yeah. like, against your will. Yeah. <laughs> like. That's fun. That's not chill. Um. Yeah, I think that. I don't know, I just... 13 is way too early. I really don't think that... I think it should be the same thing as, like, I don't know, like, drinking or voting or something like that. Like, until you're old enough to make the decision on your own. And, like, nothing is stopping you if you personally are like, I want to eat healthier than I'm eating right now. Or even, I want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Like, that's fine if you want to lose weight. I'm not gonna be like, no! (laughs) But, like, 
if it's a like a reason that you want to do it, go yeah. for it. But if you're like it's free and society tells me to be skinny, like thirteen to seventeen is such an uncomfortable age. Yeah, and all of like people are already dealing with body image, and it's heightened during that period because puberty. Yeah, and you're like, oh, want, you know what? Add that. Just come. Let us take advantage of you and mm-hmm. get money out of you after the six weeks are up. And you're now going to be like, I need this to be yeah. a good person. I need to weigh myself constantly and exactly. take points for my sad meatloaf. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> it's such an impressionable age. And to, like, basically imprint that on somebody who's so young and make them feel dependent on it is so manipulative and, like, exploitative. Like, I just, I can't believe it. There were so many times between the ages of 13 and 17 where I tried to, like, diet and, like, I was like, I'm just, like, not gonna eat. Like, it's fine. Like, yeah. and because I was, like, I was so, like, concerned with my weight. Yeah. But, like, none of them worked because I just, like, because not eating isn't really it sustainable. Doesn't, it doesn't help you, strangely um, enough. You know, and so there was so long where I was, like, you know, I tried to diet. It wouldn't work because I would, like, you know, not eat for a little while. And then I was, like, well, now I'm, like, super hungry. So I'm just gonna, like, stuff my yeah. face. So it was, like, super not sustainable. And now it's just, like, I'm at a point where I'm, like, why was I doing that? No, like, I, just I remember. Look back and I'm like, <laughs> I remember in high school doing one that was like actually like it worked. Mm. I lost like almost forty pounds I in was a so, short period of time. Can I, say, I was so jealous when you lost that weight <laughs> because I was like, oh my god, like she did if, it so fast. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, what if I lost forty pounds? Like that was how that was yeah, how my no. mind was working. And then this is what happened because you lose a lot of weight yeah. really quickly at the beginning because your body is adjusting mm. to eating completely different and yeah. not eating what you should be eating mm. to like sustain you as a person. Yeah. Um but then you reach that like 40 pound mark yeah. and you can't lose anymore. You plateau, yeah. So I like I was completely I was like, "Oh, cool, I'm killing it. Look at me go." Mm. And then I hit that and it was like nothing changed and I was like, "Whoa, what's happening?" And then it's all you, gone. Yeah, like you, it's gone. <laughs> You lose all I'm motivation. <laughs> like, that's that's the problem with diets. And it's, like, I'm on, like, a like healthier eating thing mm-hmm. right now. Um, and it's been, like, good. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just doing it because my mom's doing it yeah. and it's easier. She's being supportive. I'm being supportive. Um, but it's just, like, yeah. Like, that's the thing with diets. Like, you lose a lot of weight really quickly because your body's adjusting. A lot of it's water weight. Yeah. It, and you're like, cool, like, I feel great, like, amazing. And then you do, you stop because it gets harder after a certain point. And with diets, it's like, the minute you stop losing weight, you're like, well, I'm, I'm a, a failure. failure. Yeah. This isn't working. I'm just going to start eating the way that I was before. And you gain it all back. And then you feel even worse about yourself. Yeah. Because you're like, well. I can't do it. Yeah. Like, here I was yeah. thinking that I got it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, no, it's all back now. And I've done nothing. Yeah. And that particular one, too, was like. I felt like I was eating so much less, obviously, than I would, because mm-hmm. part of it was, like, we had a notebook. Yeah. And we had to write what we ate, like, for breakfast, what we ate for lunch, what we ate for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then the next time we went in to see the person, yeah. she'd have to, like, look at it and sign off and, like, talk about it. So, like, part of me was like, oh, well, I don't want to eat that because I don't want to have to, like, explain myself yeah. to this authority figure. <laughs> like, And again, this was, like, what? We were, like, in grade 11, maybe? Yeah, like, end of grade 10, grade 11. So you're, like, 60. That's still so young. Yeah. To be doing something that rigorous. I can't think of when I started. Yeah. 
like not that one particularly, but it's like just like in general. Probably like eight. No, earlier than eight. I lied. There was that doctor who oh shook my belly. Right. Yes. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Living for that. So probably like six, seven. That's so ridiculous. That's not healthy. No. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. Thirteen. Not a good. 13 to 17, please don't. Like, please, please don't. don't. Weight watchers don't take advantage of people who are going through it. It's just awful. If there are any parents listening to this, please. I almost spit water all over the microphone. Um, if there are any parents listening to this, what are you doing, first of all? <laughs> please. Second of Use all, your time better. don't let your kids do these, like, fad diets or crash yeah. diets. Don't make them do it with you. <laughs> don't make them do it with you. Um, and just, I feel like, like, my mom also was very much, like, into diet culture as I was growing up. And, yeah. Um, so it was something that, like, I was around, but she was never like, oh, you need to do it with me or, like, I'm going to force this on you. Yeah. But it was just, like, even just growing up around somebody who is talking about it yeah. often enough, like, it kind of sinks into your mind and you're just like oh well like if you're so concerned about it then I should be too yeah and like my mom never made me feel like I should be dieting or like that I had to it was Mm -hmm. just like she was doing it because like she legitimately wanted to lose weight um which is understandable like you do you but it was just like I was around that and so then like at a certain point I was just like well clearly I should be doing the same thing yeah like I already had like my own issues with my body and I like was like well I need to lose all this weight too it's like no you didn't like no, I was saying to my sister, like, not that long ago, like, probably a few years ago, mm-hmm. where I was like, I've never heard you or mom say something nice about your own body. Yeah. That's so like, sad. So maybe don't, yeah. <laughs> at 13, force your child. Well, don't, like, I'm sure parents are like, it's free, go get your membership, go do this. Like, there's gonna be those moms and dads of and- course whomevers. Yeah, I think, like, parents, especially, like, moms Mm. and, like, older sisters and stuff, just because it's usually females who are more concerned about, like, weight and stuff like that, like, because there's shows like King of Queens and Jesus Christ, The Simpsons, Family Guy. Um, you know, I just think if it's something that you are concerned about, that is fine. Do it in a healthy way. But just be very mindful that if you are talking about it constantly and you have, like, a kid or, like, a younger sister, like, they're going to hear it Mm -hmm. and they're going to look at you and be like, well, if you're worried about it, then I should be worried about it. And that's not healthy. No. So. No. Lots of problems. Lots of problems. Lots of problems. Yeah. Weight Watchers, um, poor move on their part. Yes. Definitely not great. Um... Very, very, like, sleazy. Yeah, oh, absolutely. This is the only word that I can think of. What is? It is sleazy. Because that, like, the prime age, like, the age group of this free thing Mm -hmm. is just so, like, how can we hook them? Yes. Because they're fragile. They are at that age where they've probably already developed all of these insecurities and they are willing to do anything yeah. to try and, like, fix themselves, quote-unquote. Yeah. Even though there's probably nothing there's to fix. Nothing. <laughs> like, oh, you probably have, like, a little bit of blip 
coming like, over your bra. Who cares? Like, yeah, that's normal. Whatever. Bodies are bodies. You only have one. Just you know what's be fun nice to it too. Being a fat person on the internet, mm. it's great. Instagram constant personal trainers following you oh. and constant like, um, I'm a mom in Connecticut <laughs> who's a nutritionist now, and it is my prime goal in life to save the world. You gotta save the fats from the fats. Okay, Susan. So like a bunch of those people follow me. I'm like block, 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 yeah, block. That's block. so ugly. Did you see that thing? This was, like, quite a while ago. But someone, it's like, a reporter or something, or, like, a radio host, mm-hmm. something like that, she was getting married, Yeah. and a personal trainer messaged her on Facebook and was like, hey, if you want to shed those 20 pounds before your wedding, let me know. And she's like, no, I'm good, thanks. And then he just, like, went off on her, being like, you're disgusting. You don't want to save yourself. Nah, 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 nah. And she was like, okay, screenshot posted and talking about it. I think it was a radio host, actually. Yikes. That sounds vaguely familiar. I feel like I remember hearing about that when it happened. So, (laughs) all of that's fun. What a delight the world is. is. It really is. (sighs) Anything more positive? (laughs) Um, Positivity. Um... (laughs) I finally started watching Mindhunter. I'm oh, behind. Amazing. It's Loved that. fantastic. I'm not sure if that's a positive note, though. It's about serial killers. Uh, it's a great, it's a great show, show, though. It's a yeah. Netflix original. Jonathan Groff stars He's in it. He's fantastic. I want to pinch his face. I love him. Um, They were talking about him on Keep It with Ira Madison yeah. last week or something, and they were saying, they weren't sure, but just off the top of their yeah. heads, that he's the only actor they could think of who has, like, who is openly out, yeah. has starred in a TV show as an openly gay man, and then has also yeah. starred in a TV show as, like, a straight man. Yeah. And they just thought that was, like, really impressive that really he was cool. able to kind of, like, yeah. do both. Um, he's, he's so talented. Like, it's not fair. It's not fair. To me that you can sing. Sing, and you're dance, funny, act. And yeah. you're cute. He's so cute. He's so cute. I love him. Um, yeah, Mindhunter's great. I love really that. Good. I'm on, like, the second last episode. It's fantastic. Uh, also, the guy who plays um, Ed Kemper. Oh my god. Amazing. <laughs> I cannot. I hate. Deal with that. I hate how, like, how much I like him. I know. I'm just, like, you're playing I'm laughing color. at his, like, charm. Like, I'm like, this is no. Like, you're... He's but then so you see, delightful. you see how that like happens. Yeah, like, how charming and it's serial like, killers are. Well, that's that's their whole thing. That's kind of the vibe that's that they're the going gag. for. That's the gag, Henny. Um, yeah. Oh my god, Mindhunter. Oh, so, so good. good. Also, the guy who played Richard Speck was also ooh very creepy. Ooh, with his bird. Ooh, yeah, that was. Very scary. Yeah, the casting and that's really good. I just can't like the guy who plays Ed Kemper is the the best so far. He's amazing. Because not only does he look exactly like him, Identical. but he has all of the little mannerisms like, and yeah. things down. Even the way his mouth moves, I was like, ooh, how are you doing this? I acting. <laughs> I love how. acting. Uh, it's yeah. But that's what I've been doing this week and also playing endless amounts of Sims. Of course. But what else is new? Of this course. is what I do. This is 
this is, this is how you roll. It is. <laughs> um, what have I been up to this week? I um, I'm looking for a new job. In case anybody out there <laughs> listening has any leads that they want to share with me. Um, so that's not really that fun. That's actually very stressful and upsetting. But we're going to make it fun on the weekend. Yeah, we're gonna, we'll spend some time and apply to jobs together. Apply for jobs together. Um, we're yeah. going to interview together also, like, oh in Step Brothers. Hi. We're here to <laughs> fuck shit up. Um, yeah, I have been in the same job for almost three years, and I have just kind of reached the end of my rope which everyone around me will agree with. <laughs> um, and so I'm just currently looking for a new opportunity. So that's been fun. Been out of the uh, application game for a while, so yeah. it's been good getting back to that. <laughs> um, but other than that, something like positive, I've been reading... Actually, that's kind of sad. Well, I've been Share reading... It. <laughs> Share it. Um, uh, the Year of Magical Thinking by Joan Didion, which is... I mean, it's about the year after her husband dies, so I mean, like, kind of sad, sad, but also beautifully written. So I've been enjoying that as much as you can enjoy something about That's someone's bad. grief. Yeah. Um, fun. Fun. <laughs> fun! <laughs> Ricky Dillon is shaking. Um, also, I've been listening to a new podcast. Yeah. It's the Pornhub podcast with Asa Akira, <laughs> who I love so much. I think she's just hilarious on social media and stuff, and now she's working with Pornhub, and they have a podcast. Um, it's not for the faint of heart and or easily offended. <laughs> I'm just going to say that real quick. Uh, real quick. Um, but it's uh, it's been really funny. <laughs> Speaking of podcasts, yes. too, I listened like, the other day to, um, Best Forever's first episode from the, like, Lady Pod Squad friendship Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. It's so ex- I love the concept of her, like, entire show, because yeah. it's just all about friendships, which aren't always talked about in the way that they should be talked yes. about. And that's her whole, her passion is friendships, and I find that delightful and listening to fellow Lady Pod Squad members talk about their friendships with their co-hosts was, yeah. like, amazing. And it was so cute. And I was like, I love these people. I don't know them. But I was like, I want to be friends with you also. I love that so much. Yeah, I feel like friendships, like, I, especially like speaking, because, like, this past week there's Valentine's and Galentine's. Yeah. And it's just, like, friendship and platonic love should just be celebrated yeah. a lot more than it is. Yeah. Like, we and love like, a good friendship. Let's not make it weird. Like, why does everything have to be, like, some dark, like, ooh, they're secretly in love. It's like, or just people are pals. Like, I love Logan. I love Zoe. Completely platonically. Like, we love <laughs> a good platonic friendship. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, like... Just celebrate female friendship. It's important. That's all I'm going to say. It's important. That's, that's what we're preaching on, honestly, this <laughs> she week. She just did a really awkward peace sign that you say. can't see because this is a podcast. Oh, there are no visuals. Anything else? I think that's it. <laughs> you sounded so sad. I just wish I, I had something more positive it. to share. I think that a good episode here and there about terrible things is fine. I thought you were going to say it's fun, and I was like, okay, not the word I would use, but like, sure. Definitely not 
what I meant, but okay. Um, yeah, uh, so as we always mention, um, actually, no, I'm going to drop this in first. Please <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. That would be really nice. I don't would remind appreciate that. you heathens to do that enough. <laughs> so Are you naming yeah. people who listen to the podcast? They're, yeah, our fans are heathens. No, <laughs> let's All not. All <laughs> I love 21 Pilots. <laughs> Ew, if we ever do that, no. 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 Um, but please rate, review, and subscribe. That would <laughs> mean a lot to us. To validate us. We need um, constant validation. Yes, we do thrive when we have it. Um, we also are on various social media platforms. Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. Twitter and Instagram at HonestlyPod. We have an email, which is the honestly podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Mm, didn't mess it up. Nailed this week. it. And we have a website, which. <laughs> what wait if for you it. nailed it and we just realized that it wasn't recorded? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so sad. Um, yeah. Our website is the honestly slash home. Don't forget the slash home. If you forget it, it will lead you into the void. And you don't want to go into the void. No. <laughs> Crackling sounds. <laughs> Scream. <laughs> what is that? Uh, what is that it? That's all. <laughs> Bye. Bye.